Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Real Life of Nisha D, and I'm your host, Nisha D. What's up, brother? What's going on, sis? How you doing? I am blessed. Oh, my God. I'm in my car. Can you hear me? Yeah, you good. I can hear you. Can you hear me well? Yes, I can hear you well. I almost forgot about tonight's podcast, and I'm glad you reminded me, so I'm here. Well, thank God. How are you? Could you tell my listening audience who you are? My name is Gordon Mitchell. Um, father of two grown kids. <laughs> um, former <laughs> husband of 20 years. Um, recently divorced. Uh, I don't know, four, five months, four months, maybe. Business owner. Um, entrepreneur. Um, owner you can shout out your of, business. Owner operator of Mars Automotive Rescue and Towing. Minus the tow truck just yet. <laughs> it's but coming, we're brother. There. We're getting there. You know that's the goal. So I got to speak it into existence. Exactly. So oh, you yeah. know, I wanted to. Um, you know, I wanted to do this love drought. Um, series finale with you and Art but unfortunately our brother is under the rock Art in our prayers but uh right, absolutely. I wanted to be sick yeah. Ooh, cause that's a hard pill man right. um, I had right. you know I was sick like that before but God is good and thank God you know for being who God said God is you know faithful in all in all scenes and no matter what I, we go through do agree? I do. It struck that uh, and he still got COVID. And I said, you know what, man, double vaccinated or whatever the case may be. So I don't know. That was a whole, but that's a whole nother for a whole nother. Yeah, my um, my my fellow um, my friend, my sister, we had a conversation about being vaccinated and stuff. And uh, I'm vaccinated, but I had COVID before. I had COVID before I got vaccinated. So, wow. um, yeah, I, I had it before, but yeah, you well, know, I'm, uh, I like the joke that I'm, that I'm O positive. So I'm, I'm not just covered in the blood. I'm covered by blood type. Yeah. I'm so. O positive too. Like I, I, that's oh, yeah. my blood. Yeah. That's my blood type and my kids, but I still got COVID. <laughs> well, so. well, that gives me no hope. So, <laughs> you know, I, theory. I, theory gone. But my thing is, I believe I got COVID. Um, from all those people that I work with because there were so many people getting COVID and um, certain people don't wash their hands, you know? Right. Certain people don't, you know... Oh, their ass. Yeah, you know, those certain type of people. Them people there, they a whole lot. So let's get into this love let's drop. Let's get into this love drop. Let's go ahead and yeah. do it. You, um... You recently stated that you've been um, you're divorced for four or five months now, but you were married for 20 years. How did that process work after being in a relationship with someone for 20 years? How do you feel about that? You know what? It it's something that 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 you still process. I don't think anyone go where they deal with the loss or 
failure or however you view a, a, a marriage dissolving, you know, um, it's, it's, it's something you process daily. It's something you go, and there's levels and there's stages to it as well. So it's just one of those things um, that I'm still processing. You know, I, so, I on, remember. Go ahead. Yeah, I remember. Uh, you know, y'all had a Zoom divorce. Damn, I wish I had a Zoom divorce all those years ago when I divorced my single husband. But you, you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you they, never... made it, they made it real convenient. They made it quite painless. COVID. Man, days. you didn't have to pay for um parking at the courthouse and nothing you struck gold you just had to wake up and be there yeah all time wow That's so do you, do you feel go ahead love there's but there's levels there's stages to, to divorce and, and mine was so weird the levels and the stages and, and, and mine happened so abruptly i mean you know in hindsight it's always 2020 so you can look back and see where there were signs or where you know um well you could have looked back and said okay this isn't healthy we're unhappy but you know looking back now it came out of left field initially because my wife my ex-wife was the one who who wanted a divorce and she asked for the divorce at a time when you know we had just put our kids in school we had i had just started a business she had just taken on her business and you know our kids were had graduated high school and you know it was at a stage where i think most people can't wait to get to like they aspire to get to the point where your kids are grown, your kids are off in school, and now you have the empty nest and you're able to, you know, focus on each other or focus on those dreams you had to put on hold or focus on whatever. And it, it, I guess a month after we dropped my daughter off in college, my wife, ex-wife came out and said that she wanted to separate and get a divorce. And by the end of the month, that by the end of that next month, she had already found an apartment, you know, and I sort of had to process quickly um, the fact this is happening, that this is actually happening, you know, and then we went through that stage. And once we got over the, 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 the back and forth over why it was happening, there was the stage of, okay, well, can we still be friends? You know, is there any bitterness? Is there any ill will? You know, and at the beginning there, there was no bitterness. There was no ill will because we had both came to the understanding that this was the best mutual decision for all parties involved. That we had made it and we took pride in that that we had made it to a point where we no longer desired to be husband and wife but we were but we still desired to be family if that makes sense we still knew that we had a role to play in these kids lives we weren't done parenting um you know that 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 we just weren't done our job wasn't done just because our kids were 18 or, or 20. so the amical part was you both sat down and stated this is truly what being an adult is when you go through a divorce. I know we're not done because we still have our kids. There are going to be weddings and, and childbirths. And at least you all sat down and had that conversation. Most marriages are not amical like that. 
in a right. sense. We were fortunate. Our kids were fortunate to where they never saw the ugly, nasty, slamming doors, fighting, arguing, you know, uh, divorce from their parents. They saw us all the time, laughing, joking, still going places, dropping them off at school, you know, picking them up, you know, on you know, on college moving days or move out days. They still saw us doing things as a, as a unit as a team you know when we go out we still we, we may still run in the same circle so we may still run into this, each other at the same parties and whatnot so they never saw the ugly side of the and that's the one thing we tried to you know because it, it didn't have to be ugly it doesn't no. have to be ugly a lot of divorces end in infidelity abuse or you know uh, addiction or some type of something that that one or both parties said, you know what, this is enough, and ours had, had ours, believe it or not, didn't end for any of those reasons. Even though throughout twenty years of marriage, we'd probably faced certain bridges, we'd probably faced infidelity, we'd probably faced abuse or something like that, or drug addiction or whatever we went through, whatever you go through in your your journey from. 19 years old to you know 41 I mean we went through together so but, but you know that, that is a part of vows it says for better or for worse through sickness and in health through death mm-hmm. do you part those vows were sacred and so you all took those vows and and y'all honored those vows I always tell people marriage is not for the faint hearted it's a lot not for the weak no it is a lot of work. And in my case, you know, I'm so transparent about, Gigi, how long have we known each other? How many years? Right. It's we, been... Well, let's, let's say 15 or 16. Yeah, we've known each other for a long time, right? Like, how many yeah. years we've known each other? Well, 20, 2015, 2016. Yeah, I thought we met in 2014. Or four, or 14. It could yeah. have been as early as 14. Yeah, I think it was 2014 because she was still little. Yeah, and, and I've always, you know, I always call GD Mr. Good Bar because he has some, like, beautiful chocolate skin. Like, this is my brother. So when I call him Mr. Good Bar, it's not like, well, we no. We go out, this, we look like twins. Yeah, this is, yeah, we got that good chocolate skin. This is my brother. We have, our skin is glowing. And, you know. And, and melanated. Yes, honey, it's, it's in the soul. For me and my divorce, you know, my ex-husband and I, we were blessed abundantly, but... You know, like I said, he was a single husband. And um, I, I don't like cheating, right? Because I feel that if you got to cheat on me, then you don't need to be with me. Go ahead and be with whoever you want to be with. But don't keep coming back to me making promises that you're going to change, right? And I keep giving you these chances to change. And you turn around and you do the same thing. So I had enough. So I had to pay for my own divorce. I had to. Uh, my cousin Queenie and I went down. You know, that's my rider. We went right. down. <laughs> We went down to the law office and um, she came with me for moral support. Um, and I called my ex-husband. I said, what is, well, my soon-to-be ex-husband. I said, what is your address? Because I am going to have um, the process. You, you served. <laughs> yeah, have you served? I said, because I can't do this anymore. He says, I ain't getting no divorce from you. They're going to have to find me. My oldest sister said, Tori, 
and I'm calling his name because that's his name, Tori. If you know that you don't want to be married anymore, let her go. So we had, like, we were going back and forth because this man did not want to divorce me. He said he did not deserve to be divorced. And let me tell you, the day after our divorce, when he came to pick up our kids, he had some chick left her hair in the car, like her strings of weave, just like in the car. And then I said, this is why I divorced you. I said, because you can't, you don't know how to be faithful. You lied do is lie do you think that and that we marry people that are not our soulmates now here's the here's my thing about soulmates and i mean people throw that word around people throw soulmates around people throw um twin flames around people throw a lot of terms around uh uh guardian angel um uh-huh. even best friend uh-huh. is a term that shouldn't be used loosely you shouldn't have several best friends yeah I learned you know, if anything your partner should be your best friend yeah I learned um, that about this but and when you say do we marry our soulmates now think about the people that um, that meet someone in a weekend in Vegas turn up fall in love that weekend and say let's just go to a chapel and do it they, they didn't marry their soulmates and they didn't know each other from 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 Edom from Adam, from Adam but at the same token some of those marriages have gone the distance and, and, they're, and they, they're still thriving whereas some of those marriages the, the, the following week there's like you know what that was fun but um, let's go ahead and get a quickie annulment and get this thing over with I can't say that either one scenario married their soulmate because you know you, I think your soulmate is someone you create. I think you, mm-hmm. a friendship in a relationship, especially the ideal friendship, the ideal relationship, is is something that you you create until certain bridges are crossed in, in in every relationship, until certain things are tested, until you've talked and discussed and experienced certain things. You know, you develop that relationship, that friendship, that that soul tie in a sense, to where someone, we could call someone your soulmate. But I don't think we ever know. I, I would like to say that I was married to my guardian angel. Um, even though we were married for 20 years, even though we were best friends, even though we did everything together, you know, I didn't have homeboys I went kicked it with more than I kicked it with my wife. She was the homeboy. Anywhere I would t- I would go, that, you know, a lot of guys would be like, well, you going to the to the to the to the bar to the strip club with your wife i'm like i mean yeah that's my role though we gonna turn up wherever we are because she's my best friend i i never wanted to have a fun experience that i had to run home and share with her you know what i'm saying i wanted i want her to, to be on the ride with me you know so i just don't think that that soulmates i don't know i think like i said i married my guardian angel and i say that because I can think of certain instances where she kept me out of a lot of trouble. Uh, we got married at a very young age, and 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 she, I think she saved me from a lot of different things. That if I was young and single and dumb, I would have <laughs> my life would have probably went several other different directions. I have several kids out here in these streets, several continents. Um, just young and dumb, she 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 grew to she grounded me she rooted me and she gave me she gave my life purpose when it was spinning out of control because you know my parents got divorced when i was 16 and i i I witnessed the arguments as a 
as a teenager that I don't think certain kids should ever have to hear their parents arguing about. And pardon my my French, but no, you hear freely. We were privy to some arguments like, "Oh, so you can go fuck that nigga, but you can't fuck your husband." Yeah. You know, we were like, "Wait a minute!" You know, my dad would would, would give us, you know, sit us down, and we we think we're having a bonding moment. Son, let me talk to you. We think we're about to get some game about life investments, sir. He tell us, you know, all oh, bitches cheap. I'm like, wait a minute. Wow. Where did that come from? My dad was going through something in my teenage years that we could not fathom. Oh. You know, and um, and it was that shaped me to 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 an extent about how I felt about marriage, how I felt about women, relationships. And when him and my mother just a quick spill, when him and my mother divorced, um, it was it was because of infidelity, and it wasn't on his part; it was on hers. And he wanted to reconcile, he wanted to forgive, he wanted to move forward, and she was done for all the right reasons. That twenty-year marriage they had, you know, for all the right reasons. When the time came for them to be done all things considered they were done there was no reconciling there was no forgiveness because even if you forgive we still have these issues that led to these issues that that led to us being where we are and i i would hear their arguments play back in my head and i ended up having the exact same arguments with my ex-wife i ended up saying the exact same things to my ex-wife and i couldn't believe it was a repeat cycle. It was like that Somehow, repeat cycle. Granted, my mother was a is a beautiful, intelligent, um, gorgeous, hardworking, well educated, got five degrees, you know, and she brags and boasts about it. You know what I'm saying? But she is human. Um so looking back at when I would go through situations with my in my past marriage. I found myself saying the exact same lines. So you can go fuck that nigga, but you can't fuck your husband. And I'm like, how did I get here? You know, infidelity touched my marriage first year married. And it wasn't on my part. You know, so when women talk about cheating and men and this, that, and the third, if we're being fair, if we're being fair, it's not always the men who cheat. No, I totally agree. And it's not always the men who cheat, or, or it's not always the men who cheat first. Um, and I'm not saying cheating should be a part of marriage or a relationship, but in the reality of committing to someone for life, there's some things you're going to go through in that journey of life, mm-hmm. especially when you get married as a kid or a teenager into adulthood. You're not the same person you were at 19 that you are at 29. Or thirty nine, so on, so or you shouldn't be at least. But well, but infidelity, go ahead. You know, I I always say that. You know, for me, I grew up in a single mother household, right? Mm-hmm. My dad, you know, I had someone on the show, my my friend Calvin, and we talked. I said, well, you know, my mother fell in love with my dad, and when they were in Denver, Colorado, my father was in the army, a Vietnam army vet, right? Came to right. Denver. And he was stationed in Denver, so the story goes. And God bless my mother's soul. They fell in love. My mom ended up getting pregnant. 
my grandfather and my grandmother told my mother to come home, come back to Texas. Well, my father told my mother after she had me, he wanted to take me back to Louisiana because my daddy is from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And okay. so my my mother told him no. And my grandfather and my grandmother said that I wasn't going. I was staying. So, you know, when you go out the meaning of a father, right? Because, you know, yes. there, the, there's a father and then there's a dad, right? And you grow right. up without the meaning of a father, you become a little girl lost, right? In the sense of you're, you're searching for something to never. And people always say you can't miss what you never had. That's a lie. Because you can right. miss out on being raised by your father. I was blessed enough that I had my grandfather. My grandfather was the first man to spar me riding. My uncles, they were there for me. They loved me. But then, you know, this is growing up in the 80s. Crack cocaine hit my family hard. They cracked you know, everything, uncles, that's right. Yeah, my, my, my uncles, you know, end up being on drugs or whatever. You know, I come from a family of educators. So, you know, crack cocaine hit my family hard. I did have a stepfather. He loved me. But, you know, when him and my mama separated because he was married, you know, we got to be out. He was married and he, you know, I guess he separated from his wife and my mother. They broke up. My sister father, who I call my pops, that's my pops. He stepped in. He loved me. He, he is my he is my father. He's a pastor. He 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 um he loves me as if I was his own flesh and blood. He taught me how to drive. He um he's he's been everything to me when my mother was dying cuz that was his soulmate, you know? When my mother right. was dying, him and his wife came down and sat in the hospital had a meeting with the doctors and my sister about everything, the transition that we had to do. So when I look at him and I see a man doesn't always have to be somebody that um that birth you out, but right. he's the one that that actually loves you for you. So, you know, me growing up, I'm looking for stability, right? So I end up starting, I, I liked hustlers, right? I like, hmm. that's, and, and I'm, I'm very transparent about who I am. I love the hustler, right? And I'm not talking about the corner boys. I'm talking about movers, right? The Go real movers. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I'm like, wow, I'm, 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 I could have been caught up right um but it was always grace and mercy and a lot of girls they look biggies and and that's what i was looking like i can count i'll tell you i'll tell you I, this not, not not to cut you off but i'll tell you this and and maybe you could you could you could confirm or deny there is a culture of women there's a culture of women that 80s generations late seven late to mid 70s generation that grew up seeing their father cheat on their mother. Yeah. They grew up knowing their side siblings, or at yeah. least knowing of their side siblings. Yeah. They grew up watching their mother tolerate a certain type of man. And to an extent, here in the South, I can't speak for the North, I can't speak for the West or the East, but to an extent, here in the South, to an extent, there's a certain culture of women who feel like all men cheat. Well, and as long as he's not embarrassing me, as long as it's not in my face, as long as he's not, as long as he's paying the bills and he's a good man on paper, because you can be a good man and a horrible husband. You can be a good husband and a horrible father. 
you know you could be a good so there's levels and there's degrees but i at least believe to an extent that there's a generation of women who passed on a culture of all men cheat so as long as the house is big and the cars are flashy and the kids are in private schools and the lifestyle matches what i'm sacrificing you know which is a man who loves me and who's not who's, who's loyal his fidelity for a man who may, who may be unfaithful from time to time but as long as it's, it's kept quiet as kept and and i still get to keep my big house i'm gonna shut my mouth about it i had a problem with that me personally because let me tell you my story my grandma i was 10 years old and my grandmother out of all her grandkids she sat me down and she said peach she says i'm 10 years old i'm at a impressionable age she said always have your own because a man can jump up and leave you when you won't have nothing and little did i know she was preparing me for my future with my ex-husband i had all that I left because when he told me to get out of his house, the house that I have purchased, I I, I cut off the lights, I cut off the gas, I the cable, everything that was in my name, the alarms, I cut all that stuff out, right? Because you say this is your house, so since this is your house, none of the shit in my name need to be on in here. You need to get everything on in, in your house. And I had co-workers at the time I was working at the bank and they was like, why would you leave all that? I said, let me tell you something. That's why I always tell me, and I am not impressed with how much mm-hmm. money you have because I've always been blessed and fortunate enough to have men that have money that always wanted to take care of me, but I've never been impressed by that, right? I'm impressed right. with loyalty. Um, I don't care if you cheat on me and I know you're cheating on me. I'm not going to stay there and sit there and be like, it's okay, you cheated. Okay, no, because I can be every no. woman you want me to be in the bedroom. But if there's a certain kind of loyalty I expect, because if I'm loyal and I'm faithful to you, and if you're going out there cheating on me, there's going to be something in my head that's going to trigger me to act a fool. And nobody wants me to act a damn fool because I can. I That's why I am single, because... You're not going to play right. me. You're not going to string me alone. Do not string right. me alone. Because I feel like this. And you're a man. You're my brother. And I'm an extra. Because I asked Calvin this same question. Why do men open up a woman's vulnerability? Mm-hmm. Right? Knowing that a woman has, has been through some shit. Right? Because we've all been through shit. But it's certain men that come along that open up the woman's vulnerability. They whisper sweet nothings in her ear and then they leave her so vulnerable. Why is that? Knowing that they didn't have any, and I know shit happens because there's no such thing as coincidence because everything is designed to happen the way it is to mm-hmm. propel you into a higher and greater destiny. But why does that? I don't think men intend for that to happen and let me and let me let me explain I, I believe most men go into a situation with great intentions oh. and in a lot of cases granted women are, are, are emotional men are, are logical and I don't, I don't mean to, to, to offend anyone I think that you know 
women lean and rely on a lot of what they feel which is which is good because what you feel is honest men lean on what they can rationalize what they can make make sense what they can justify what they can explain so if a if a man is dealing with a woman and like you said he uh, causes her to let her walls down be vulnerable open up and his intentions are to be honest and, and, and pure and true and genuine and he decides that he, he doesn't feel the same or he doesn't see the same vision that the woman sees for them for, the, for them to or he has a change of heart or a change of mind or whatever the case may be something happens and that changes his I mean I don't think his intention was ever to leave her vulnerable I think it's just an unfortunate and and and, and okay someone told me this one time they said you don't have to lie to people because if they like you enough they'll lie to themselves uh. you don't have to run game on people because if they like you enough they'll game themselves they'll hear what they want to hear they'll see what they choose to see they'll ignore what's being told to them in plain english or showed to them in plain sight if you if, if a man likes a woman enough you know or if a woman likes a man enough he doesn't have to lie to her or vice versa because that person allotted themselves so i think at all times, at all costs, we all have to protect ourselves um, and see a situation for what it is. Now, a man may see a woman as a, an, an amazing spirit, someone to be valued, someone to be cherished, um, a friendship to be treasured, you know, someone to, to love and, and, and to care for and to, to do things for. A woman may see that same situation as, well, this is my future husband. This is my king. This is my baby daddy. Let me go ahead and 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 lock him down. Whereas the man saying, you know what? I don't. I can feel these things for you without wanting to take it to to. Okay, let's go look. Pick out a ring tomorrow, and let's go get married next year. I mean, I think things need to happen in the natural order. But in in some cases, I believe some sometimes. A man and a woman can look at the same scenario, the same situation, from two different perspectives. I totally from two agree. different perspectives. Yeah. You know, they. I think a person can see exactly what they want to see, and it, and, and it, it may be it, it may be it, it may be accurate, but you have to make sure that that man is on the same page, or you or you. I mean, and vice versa. I believe women do the same thing to men in some cases you know because I, I think we've both been on both sides of the coin where we've been hurt yeah. and, and left wondering what the hell did I do I didn't do anything to deserve this you know so on and so forth and when you really genuinely care about a person you can't sleep knowing that you caused pain you can't rest knowing that this person is devastated or broken because of your actions especially when that was not your intent i can't speak on cheating in that particular scenario but definitely just in in, in dating in general and putting yourself out there in general 
it's a it's a delicate tightrope where it's like it's I mean, a thin line. It's truly a thin line. Would you agree? It's a it's a it's a delicate yes, it's a thin line, it's a delicate tightrope. Even when you're sure about a person, even when you're absolutely sure about a person, um anything can can happen that could change your perspective on what you thought was your future on what you the way you saw your life going or the person you chose to be with i mean and it's horrible for the person it's horrible for the person who's, who's, who's heartbroken but it should also be just as bad for the person who caused the heart ache you know, you know that was, i don't go ahead that was someone that that i loved all my life right um from my teenage years even now and i told this person because i am i'm a free thinker um i see the whole perspective in everything in any situation right and i don't judge anyone on anything because i always say we all have faults in our stars right and i once told someone i said i love you enough to want you to truly be happy it doesn't matter if you're with me or if you're not with me. If you if you think you found a woman that that you want to give your all to, because I love you that much, I'm not standing in no way. I truly want you to be happy. And I wish you nothing but love, nothing but hope, joy, and understanding. But I view you differently now. Right. And and I said that to say that like you said us women sometimes we do we think with our heart right and and i'm a firm believer that the heart the mind and the soul and the spirit has to be on one accord to truly see things for what they are because if right. your heart is telling your mind and your body right. is craving the fleshly part because it happens to the best of us absolutely um, it's a it's a confusion it's a confusion and and sometimes we have to just have a come to jesus moment with ourselves and be like you know what it is what it is okay i i accept fault in anything that i've ever done because i have not always been um saved um mm -hmm. I've, I've i've been very transparent there has only been eight men i've been with in my entire life which is 40 I'm 42 years old and I didn't know what sex was to after I, I um after I divorced because when you young you know you have sex but you know it's not it, you didn't I didn't experience what um being with a real man was in a sense and sometimes when you have a man and he does some things to you that fucks up your mind Cause this happened to me, messed up my mind. I was looking for this nigga in the light with a flashlight, right? Chain, and it was just so good. And I was like, oh my goodness! But then you know, my cousin, she always pulls me out and calls me, cause she know I ain't rap tight. She like, you tripping? <laughs> <laughs> you got you tripping out here? Yeah, she's like, nah. -uh. What you not gonna do is do this crazy stuff. I'm like, you're right, queen. But I mean, I a lot of times we. We, we think with our heart a lot of times we think with our flesh and do you think because of childhood traumas that we've all I, I'm, I'm a firm believer of therapy right I've had therapy and I always say therapy is good like 
a therapist saved my life, right? In the right. sense of me. We could um, all benefit from therapy. Yeah. When my, uh, when my mom died, like I, like I was just broken. I didn't know which way to go. I know what was up, what was down. So, how to? My cousin Queenie was there in every aspect, holding my hand, coming to my house, you know, watching movies with us while my mother was dying. But still, I expressed how I truly felt to my right. cousin because this is my cousin. I had needed to talk to someone. But I think that when you when you witness um, your daddy and your mom going through something and put something in your head like, wow, is this how all women going to be? And then when I witnessed my mom going through what she did with these relationships, I'm like, um, is this how all men going to be? Is this how all men going to be? Because I felt like it was so hard. True, I've, I've loved three men in my life, right? Um, One I love more than anyone. One I loved with every fiber, every core of my body. One I love because this man was good to me and for my kids. And one I love because I had kids, right? But it was only three men that I loved in my life. And and now I'm at a point in my life where, because like I said, I'm not dating. I'm not in a relationship with anyone. And it's because I choose to be. I'm not going to say I don't. It's because I know that I'm at a place right now. I can't afford to give myself to someone mm. mentally and emotionally because I'm not there yet. So I'm right now I'm being selfish. Do you think it's okay for a woman to be selfish? I think it's absolutely necessary. I think it's absolutely necessary. One thing I noticed about men and women when they go through breakups, for example, a woman will take the time to heal. She'll take the time to rebuild herself she'll take the time to go to therapy she'll take the time to i don't know exercise whatever whatever she needs to do to improve her life improve herself and her well-being and mental her mental health and dig herself out of that rut um and and dating may not be on anywhere on that list sleeping with someone may not be anywhere on that list of what she knows she has to do before she's ready to step back down well brother Whereas sometimes Sometimes the nights get lonely. Sometimes you. I hear you. <laughs> women, are, women are a lot stronger than men in many areas. In, in most areas, actually. You know. Um, yeah. I, I forgot my train of thought. Cause I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But, but men, on the other hand, we die from one relationship to the next. We, I see, I see more men with suitcases in Houston. And every time I see one, I'm like, yep, he just broke up with his girl. He got a suitcase, his PlayStation, and a trash bag. And I said, you know what? I don't ever, being married for 20 years, I've lived vicariously through all my single friends and social media friends and everything else. And I've always seen guys with suitcases leaving one relationship, one couch, to another relationship, to another couch. They never get their own couch. You know what I mean? They never get their own place. They never take time to heal. They never take time to figure out what did I do wrong in this relationship for it to end? How do I improve myself in the next relationship? They just relationship hop. And unfortunately, that's the difference in how we cope. Now, back to those lonely nights. Sure. I don't I think that a lot of women have a lot of women have at least one friend that they know they, that, and then trust that they can call on 
for that release if necessary but my point was only that women move different after a breakup whereas men don't even think about counseling men don't even address some men don't even address that childhood trauma that caused them to be the man they are today you know I watched my dad do x y and z to my mom and although I hated it somehow I've become my dad not me personally but you know in some instances certain men they become what they said they would they'd never be they become what they despise and um and I definitely childhood trauma plays a huge part child upbringing trauma things you witnessed and even you know kids are a lot smarter than we give them credit for then we were they see everything and we were a lot smarter than our kids are today (laughs) yes that is true so do you think when a person starts to acknowledge the trauma and the suffering that I once told someone you need to heal you need to heal spiritually mentally and emotionally um I am not the woman for you and this man talk to me but when you have a, a a natural vibe and a natural energy you can feel other energies and you know strange fruit right right when it's amongst you and you know you know my brother Kevin crazy so my brother Kevin always tell me I be trying to tell you you your heart be too good you gotta watch how people is because everybody don't have the type of heart you have you know how he get he right. go real deep in on me. And, and I love my brother for that because, you know, he gives me a clear perspective. But I once told this man, not the one for me, and he kept trying to pursue me. But I knew it was nothing in his soul, in his spirit that was right enough to be with me. Next day, he in a whole relationship. Okay. And I said, I told you I was not the one for you. He said, but... He said, what you were telling me, it was scaring me. I said, how is that scaring you? Do you think the truth scares people off? I think a reflection can sometimes be insulting. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's still a reflection, whether it's the way your kids look at you, your friends look at you, your neighbors look at you. If you've done something to deserve that reflection, it, okay, let's say from your loved ones. You know, it is what it is. If you're if if you if you're telling your loved ones, I'm a great dad, I'm a great dad, or I'm a great mom, and they're looking at you like, uh, but you did this and you did that, and you and you and you abused me when I was a kid, and you did this and you did that, then your opinion of yourself really doesn't matter because you being a great mom or a great dad ain't up to you. <laughs> it's up to your kids. It's their opinion of you regardless of how what accolades you can pour upon yourself what you feel about yourself doesn't matter because it, all that is is, is, is that it's not your opinion of, of you it's their opinion of you that counts it's their reflection it's that reflection that matters you know so when mm. people see their reflection yeah they get offended when you call somebody out and if there's validity to it I promise you people do get offended it can be hurtful initially but it's necessary and hopefully you know you, you, you run into people you encounter people you surround yourself with people that can be honest with you that can call you out that can say you know it can be straight up and say this is the reason why I don't choose you you know and yeah as a man it, it, it is it is offensive 
it's hard to take. It's a very tough pill to swallow with someone you, you you're trying to be with or you choose to be with. Um, yeah. Doesn't choose you, and it goes both ways. It hurts. It cuts both ways. You can be the most beautiful woman in the world. I mean, I was fortunate to meet one of the most beautiful women in the world, and she was absolutely perfect. It was like the universe, you know, took everything I'd ever asked for, prayed for, wished for, and put it in one person. Do I know this here. person? And said, "Here, now what? Now what? Do I know this person? Do I know you this may. unicorn? You, ah, you may, but the the the, un, the universe said, here, now what?'" You've asked for it, you prayed for it, you've longed for it. What are you going to do with it now? And I had to tell that person the same thing you had to tell the other person, you know, that, and, and, and my reasoning was, I felt like I didn't deserve initially. I felt like I didn't deserve, I wasn't ready for that on one hand. But you and gotta I knew give I yourself props because I knew you were I was, honest. I knew I wasn't ready. For, I for some reason I did not feel I never felt deserving of it. No matter how much convincing, I never felt deserving of it, and I couldn't understand why. And then I never felt. I, I, I what I realized was that my heart was still attached to someone who I already who I who I'd already found to be perfect to be everything I'd asked for it's like getting the everything you want and you realize you already had everything you wanted so there were several ways to look at that particular situation but what I knew was that I didn't want to prolong once my heart once I once I felt that I couldn't hurt this person I couldn't drag this person along and I and I wasn't ready or even emotionally available to be 100% committed to this person even though I thought I was something changed in my situation where I had to stop and reflect and ask myself why don't I feel the way I, I'm supposed to feel about this gift this blessing why don't I feel the way I'm supposed to feel about it? And in soul searching, I realized I was not emotionally available. I was still holding on to something that I thought I'd let go. It's that old saying, the heart wants what it wants. And I realized as amazing of, 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 a, of, a, of a blessing that you are to this planet, you deserve better. And that I have already found, You're I, had, I already had what I what I thought I I thought I wanted more, and I already had everything I wanted. So, so the the little kid in you wanted more, but you already had what you needed. But the little part of you craved something more, and had and needed was already there. Everything I thought I, everything I thought that I needed, I already had. But at the time, at that time and space, me and that person had broken up. We were not together. 
we were not to, we we had dissolved our relationship we were not to we hadn't dissolved the emotions or feelings or anything and i immediately began a friendship with this unicorn you know and this amazing person before i had ever i didn't even realize i hadn't closed the, completely closed the chapter on what my heart what what i had been working for for so many you know for so long what i had wanted for so long i mean it was it was weird but i but it was a it was very difficult to 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 tell that this person that i i don't choose you and to to to, to break that person's heart and to for my heart to break that i was breaking that person's heart that's why i said earlier i mean it's it's unfortunate that we open up and and when things don't go according to plan or or or, or, or according to our vision that we're left feeling broken but that should be on both parties no one should take pleasure in hurting anyone and no one should be you know you you'll have guys say you know forget that or whatever you know it's it's hard to love someone and not feel their pain especially so when true. when you when you inflicted it it's hard, the best thing and i think the best thing you could do for a person is just leave them alone because there's nothing you can do to soften the blow mm. there's no amount of communication i mean there's no amount of apologies there's no there's nothing you can do to soften the blow and because all can, the action has already been taken the action has already been taken you know and that's the weirdest thing i i me i'm 41 years old and i haven't been single since i was probably 19 or 20 so but i like i said i live vicariously and i've seen you know i'd heard all the well, men ain't shit niggas do this men is men do that and i'm like you know what i know what kind of person i don't want to be you know and then i found myself in a position where okay i have to be this person i can't I'm either going to hurt this person now or hurt them later. Because my heart is still with someone. My heart is still someone else who I already feel is everything that, that I you already lost. established that, that I had that I had thought I had lost. Mm. If that makes sense. So 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 in that so because I thought I had lost it, I thought that I was ready to move on and be happy and then you know when the universe gives you everything you've ever wanted it's a no brainer you'll be foolish not to at least take a shot at love you know what i mean or at least at friendship and see where that develops to but when you have two people who are on fire yeah things develop quickly that it does things you develop know, I, quickly you know I, i'm a firm believer um that everything has a season and and everything everything happens in the seasons for a reason right and no matter what what season it is it's a lesson in that season it's a lesson that god wants us to get out of each season and it's either for us to grow mm-hmm. and to learn from it or for us to repeat that cycle i always tell people if you sit still long enough the universe will teach you 
but you got to be willing to learn. So if you just go in the classroom and you just sit there and you're not um, studying the stars, the moon and the suns and the planets, you're not you're not studying anything. You're just there. Life is passing you by. You got to right. experience some things. You got to go through some things in order to become a better you. Anything else you would like to say on this love draw closing? I thank you so much for being a vessel of telling your truth because it's always important to tell your truth, your story, right? For people to right. hear your story. And 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 everyone needs a closure, you know, and, and I hope that the men that are listening can take something from this. The women that are listening can take something from this. And yes, GD Mitchell is my brother. We're not biological, but he is my brother. Um, In closing, I mean, the only thing I would say to men touching on the subject of healing is we need to take a page out of the notebook of women and take the time to heal. I don't care what is being thrown at us. I don't care what, you know, I don't care what's out there. If you're not ready to receive that blessing, if you're not, if you don't even feel you deserve that blessing, you're going to squander it. You're going to mm. harm. You're going to be hurtful. You're going to you're going to be grabbing your suitcase and, and, your, and your PlayStation going on. And your trash bag. Don't forget about that trash bag. Trash going to what them couches, huh? To them couches. Take Ooh. the time. Bring bringing bed bugs and roaches with you. Take Ooh. the time to heal before you hurt someone else because hurt people hurt people. Ooh, I and, spoke on that this morning. Right. And I do not envy women not one bit because I've seen women take men back after doing things that if had the woman done it to the man, he would not even considered you a life-breathing mammal. I mean, an air-breathing mammal. You know, you are dead to him. He, you, and, and he may try to bury you. You know, so I don't envy women at all. I do think women are the strongest creatures on the planet. Some physically equally as strong as men, but mentally and emotionally can handle. They can handle things that a man definitely would not I mean, I've seen men commit suicide for things women forget. So my hat goes off to women for being the strongest being because you guys, you know, but in that strength, there has to be... Clarity? Clarity. In that strength, there has to be clarity. And never let what you want blind you from what you have. Some people are so focused on the next step that they never enjoy the first where you're at. You know, they never enjoy wh wh where you are. You're so focused on the next goal that you don't understand that. Like you said earlier, everyone, everyone every being, everything is for a reason and for a season. And sometimes you have to enjoy what God has put this person in your life to help you accomplish today and, 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 and not be so focused on what you want tomorrow that you miss the blessing today not every man is meant to be your husband not every man is meant to meet your kids not every man is meant to 
lay in your bed. Um, meet your daughters. I mean, some men, Mr. Joe is just there to help install the the, the sink. Mr. Joe ain't there to, you know, I mean, I would be very selective and in, in, in same like I tell my daughter, I'd be very selective with, with who you share your your bed with your thoughts with i am very selective be, be very selective because you know we see things people don't know don't always have to people can tell you the truth and uh-huh. you'll still tell yourself something else if you want something else that much if you care about it that much if you like it that much you won't even hear what's, what's being said you, you you'll hear what you want to hear and 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 i would pray that women match their emotional forethought with logic and rationale like you said if your brain is telling you something is off but your heart's telling you but i love you but your body's telling you this ain't what i mean everything has to be in sync everything has to be on on one accord and um i don't know I, i i believe that relationships and friendships and mutual respect don't always evolve into marriage. Sometimes, like you said, you meet a, an amazing friend, you meet an amazing brother, or you meet an amazing sister that wasn't meant to be forever in some cases. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's meant to get you through. Sometimes God sends you people to get you through exactly what you needed to get through. And it's and it's us who 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 who, who wanted more or who saw more or who didn't see you know what it was for for what it was not saying that was my situation at all but um but yeah in, in life i think we do we, we definitely need to our heart and our mind and our body needs to be in sync and if there and if one thing is off then something then it ain't right i don't care how great it is okay how amazing it is how amazing it feels what the late nights feel like if something if, if it ain't in tune if everything ain't aligned then it's not right that is true it's not right so I love you sister um, I hope you have a, a great evening thank you I, I respect brother. the fact that you're being selfish and you're and, and you need that you need to be selfish and selective and your king will find you. He will claim you. He will snatch you up. He will pursue you. That's right. There will be nothing you have to do on your end, change on your end. Um, you know, the perfect woman is going to, the perfect, you're going to be, okay, in closing, and I, I promise you I'm done. I, I'm going to close out with a quote. I, I asked a friend of mine, I said, which makes you wife material? What makes you think your wife material? And what this woman said was, that ain't up to me. That's up to my husband. Or that's up to the man who deems that you're worthy. That you're worthy of being his wife. I don't know what his reasons are, what his laundry list is, what his check boxes. I don't know anything about that. I can't speak on that. So that's not even my place to say that I'm a good husband, good father, or I'm wifey material. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not up to me. That's up to my husband. And I took that and said, wow, that is profound. It won't be up to you. It won't be up to your personal opinion of yourself, but your king will see you as his queen without Excellent. doubt, without question. 
And I always tell people, you know, if you're looking for the perfect woman, I'm not her. Because I got a smart-ass mouth, and I'm very honest. Your king wants a, <laughs> a smart-ass mouth and an honest woman. And, it, and it's not even about... It's not even about that. You could be absolutely perfect and, mm. and, and, and still not be right for someone. That's right. Absolutely perfect. And it's not your fault. It's not, it's, it's not your fault that that man just wasn't for you or that woman just wasn't for you. That. Thank you, you're, my brother. You're already perfect to who you belong to. Exactly. Thank you so perfect. much. I can't wait to see you all again. Um, oh, yeah. We have to have, we got to do a group dinner or something soon. We got to. Yes. I thank you so much. Thank you for wanting to be on the show. Like, I didn't know you listened. Thank you. <laughs> I'll check you out. I, you know, and, and, and I wish we had more time because, you know, we could touch on several different subjects. We kind of just glazed over a, a, quite a few. But we can oh, well, dive in with, whenever you need a male perspective on some things. You will be back on the show because I have, yeah, I have something coming up called Selfish Lovers. Why certain um, partners are selfish in the bedroom? That's the next series, and we're going to get into detail. And I, you know, I'm gonna have my male friends on. I'm gonna have my female friends on because I experienced (laughs) something that I felt like I felt like Sydney on the color purple. He was just hopping on top and doing his business. And that was it. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what the? Wow. Wow. <laughs> so when you're ready to dive into that, I have some, uh, I have some insight on that. I look forward. And it's not always to us it. being selfish either. <laughs> it's, sometimes it's you being slow. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never you better slow, catch up. But... <laughs> I mean, I that, those two those two seconds was the best seconds of that person's life. <laughs> oh, and man. then so, fell yeah. asleep. Oh, wow. So it was great. Sucking thumbs and everything, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and you had to reach into the door and grab the vibrator and finish yourself. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you know, don't let the batteries be dead. Now you're traveling for remote controls. <laughs> That's horrible. When all the batteries in the remotes are dead. Yeah. We're going to talk about it, brother. <laughs> so we got to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to dive you. into it. We're going to dive into it. Thank you so much for being on the show. I pray God continues to bless you. Um, yeah. You being successful in your new business. May God keep you going in and coming out. And may love always surround you. Thank you, my brother. Amen. Thank you, baby. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, good morning, you all. Today is Sunday, and here is my morning cap, my morning wisdom. So this morning, I was just laying in the bed, right? Um, last night, I tossed and turned. I didn't sleep well. I finally went to sleep maybe after 2 o'clock. My sister comes in. She said, I have some bad news. I said, what? She said, D'Amika died. D'Amika was my best friend when I was at Wheatley. Um, I've known D'Amika 
since elementary. Um, and we clicked. Um, it was her, my cousin Vicky, and Renita. And we used to call ourselves the Fantastic Four, right? Um, we marched in the band together. We laughed together. We got in arguments together. <laughs> Some stuff transpired um, between uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Something happened um, while we were in school that made me question a lot of things about friendships and, and love and and relationships, you know? But when you get older, you realize that everything happens for a reason, right? And there is no coincidence on how things transpire in this world. I have become so numb. Um, I've lost three people that meant something to me in some form, fashion, or another. And um, Damika was sick, you know. Damika wasn't right after she lost her, her child. And, you know, she dealt with demons that only her and God understood. But me being who I am, always reached out um, to her or she'll reach out to me. And the last time I actually seen her it was a couple of years ago. When I picked her up, it was her and my cousin Erica, because my cousin Erica was with us as well, you know. Um, and we went to, uh, <laughs> we went to, uh, to Saltgrass. It was her, Erica, um, Dion and I. And the strangest thing is that, you know, like I said, in life, things happen. And, but in that moment, it was like old times, you know. So you, you, you gotta love on the people that that love you, right? And and forgive those that that have did things that wasn't necessary, or sometimes people hurt you intentionally or unintentionally. With me. I value everything in someone if I allow you in my life and I allow you to get close to me then that means that I love you cuz I don't I don't love easily, right? I I'm I'm very friendly but Demika was my girl. My crazy cousin Erica had us getting on the boys' basketball team at school, right? We were like the slack keepers, you know, the time keepers, give the boys water and towels or whatever. And <laughs> we was just crazy. Um, we were crazy kids. 
But I say that life is a process, right? We're going to go through some things in life that make us ask God, why? Why do we go through these things? We're going to hurt. And sometimes we hurt others. But we got to understand that life is a process, right? And with a process comes change. And change is often viewed as an unwelcome guest. No matter how hard we try to act like we don't have feelings and we don't care. We do. I just want you all to know that it's okay to cry. It's okay to sit still and let the universe teach you lessons. Because the universe will teach you lessons on forgiveness, on love, on hope, and compassion. And most of all, empathy. I think a lot of people lack empathy. I just recently had surgery um, four days ago. Uh, yeah, on Wednesday, uh, I had surgery. And I thank God for my circle. Because I always tell people, you know, you have a circle and then you have an inner circle, right? And your inner circle is the ones that truly, truly know you. You get one life. I pray that the Lord God, the living God that sits high and looks low, the creator of life, the creator of the universe and the stars, just the creator, blesses you all in, in ways and areas in your life that need to be blessed and heal those wounds that only you and God know about. I had a conversation with God and I, I I expressed to God how I was feeling about certain situations and certain things that transpired. I asked God to keep me covered in, you know, and, and protect me because when your heart is good and people know your heart is good and your energy is right, people will come and they will they will suck the life out of you. Tamika had a good heart. Her heart was good. You know, she had um, a brain aneurysm and I remember her telling me how they had to cut half her brain off, her skull off, and do surgery and put it back on. And she never was the same. Because like I said, she lost her her son. And in that same sense, she lost her mother. Yeah, I understand this. No matter what you go through in life, and no matter how life try to beat you up, 
take the punches and stand up. Endure, smile. Because God, man, God is so merciful. Like when I finally finish my book, you all will see when I say it about God's grace and mercy because I've had so many people that have wronged me, hurt me, abandoned me, stopped talking to me, just... And I never understood why until I understood. But, you know, you had to pray, talk to God, and understand the notion of God's speed, God's plan, and God's love. You all be blessed. Understand that life isn't fair. Favor isn't either. And you're going to go through some things in life. You're going to lose some people that you love. But just remember. God's amazing grace. I always tell everyone it's always been the grace and mercy for me. Because if you endured and did what I did. Cried how I cried. You'll truly understand the word endure, the word grace, the word mercy. This morning, I mourn the loss of my high school best friend. I'm not hurt or sad, just shedding tears because I know she suffered unimaginable loss and she endured a lot of hurt whether it's morning time noon evening or night wherever you are send a prayer up to the most high and just give God thanks you all be blessed may God keep you May God hold you, and most of all, may you trust God. Blessings, my daughters. Blessings, my loves. Remember, real women pray, real men pray. But most of all, the righteous gives it all to God. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the real life of Nisha D. Um, this is my nightcap. So I had closed out and I still have one more day or so. Of, well, actually two more days, but that's neither here or there. You know, I'm, I'm preparing you all for this new season that's coming up. But tonight I wanted to talk about my feelings and my thoughts on things. So I'm laying here and I'm trying to put this person face somewhere. I'm like, I've seen this person before, but I don't know where. And I never forget a page. Uh, I'm sorry, a face. I'm like, 
was it deja vu um i've been here before what was it why am i so wanting to know where did i see this person from anyway i put that to the side so i'm having a deep conversation with god and I'm talking to God about the events that occurred, you know, over this year. And me trying to put a rec... Um, I'm trying to put a rec... Oh, I'm sorry. I am so tired. And you all know when I get tired, I become tired tongue. Tired tongue. Um, I'm... I was doing a reflection on things and I'm like, well, God, you know, you know, the desires of my heart, right? Have I been so hurt, God, that I put up all these walls, God? And I'm too afraid to allow someone in? Like, Sometimes we go through things in life and after disappointments and, and letdowns and and breakups and and bad marriages and bad relationships, we kind of step back and forget how to feel. And I know for a fact I need to feel again, right? Like, I want to feel something I never felt before. Um, I want someone to touch my soul without even touching me. And I know that that is deep, but my heart desires something that I never felt before. I guess in this stage in my life, As I go through this passage, I just want something real and something natural. You know, people come into your life for many reasons and seasons. And and sometimes, you know, I tend to reflect on things much longer than I should have. But what it all boils down to is... I just want something to love as well. And I just know whatever I'm missing will eventually find me. Um, I don't know, like, I just desire something deep, something I never had. You know, something that you don't see it, but you feel it. And it lightens up your spirit. Someone that has empathy. Someone that is compassionate. Someone that is kind and loving and caring. And respectful. You know, you guys, I'm so big on loyalty. Oh my God, I'm so big on that. And this past year, I've seen that people are not who they say they are 
that loyalty is not in them. And it's hurtful because people do stuff to you that you wouldn't dare do to them, but you realize that everyone isn't cut from the same cloth as you. So I'm like, I don't came up out of my seasons, and now I'm just sitting here, I'm like, God, what do I really want? And I went into a little more detail. And some things you just don't say because it's between you and God, because it's deeper than the eye can see. But I say this tonight in this passage of the real life initiative. Eventually, what you've been waiting for, what you've been praying for, it'll find you. Um. It'll find you in. And when it does, it'll be like gravity. And you will float in a different atmosphere. So, yeah, tonight I'm just really deep in my thoughts. Like, really deep. Like, people find it hard to believe that I'm single like (laughs) but yeah like your girl is truly single and and it's like what I desire what I'm searching for it hasn't came to pass yet but I know that it will And I just pray when it does, I receive it. Because so often we we pray for things and God give it to us. And we don't appreciate it. I just want to be appreciated. And love the way that I love. But uh, yeah, so this is my nightcap. I'm kind of somber. Um, I'm just in this, on this, on this journey, man. And I'm not lonely because, you know, I have family and I have my friends. But, you know, when you want to have those deep conversations and you want to look over to someone just feel empty at times well you all you all have a a amazing evening night morning in some parts of the world i am your girl nisha d and as always you know i speak from my heart (laughs) my heart is sometimes i wish i didn't have a heart the way that i have you know this caring, loving heart. But I do. And I'm grateful for it. But yeah. You all enjoy. Um, enjoy your night. Be blessed. And, it, uh, and as always. May God keep you. 
May God keep your family. May you all be protected in God's grace and mercy. And until I um, see you all again, blessings. And don't forget, the new season is coming up in a few more days. You all know I'm going to bring the heat because I am the fire. (laughs) Blessings, my love. Blessings. Thank you.